I was driving my daughter to school this morning and she asked me to put the top down on the convertible. And I was like, heck yeah, let's put the top down. It was a beautiful morning here in Florida. Uh, and so I put the top down and we're driving into school and she's playing her favorite songs and we're rocking out. And then I dropped her off and I was driving down the highway and I started speeding up. And I was going kind of fast on the highway and the wind was in my hair and I was listening to this song about being unstoppable and having all this power from within. And I'm going to tell you in that moment, I felt free. I was like, yes, I'm driving down the winds whipping. And I just thought, man, what a, what a, this is my life now. This is my life. I'm driving down the highway and not just the, not the car. Okay. Not all that stuff, but the internal feeling of completely being in my power in that car with the wind whipping my hair and feeling that total sense of freedom. And I'm talking financial freedom, emotional freedom, psychological freedom, spiritual freedom, the freedom to be me down that highway. And I thought, oh my God, I have come freaking far a very far way. It's a far cry from the person that I used to be who had moments of feeling free in my life, moments of having that type of power, but they were fleeting because it was always clouded by this intense inner critic that was constantly judging me, telling me, well, you're not really enough. You're not really as good as you think you are, or who do you think you are? and so on and so forth. And so I would find that even though I was successful, there was this always self-sabotage loop running behind me where I'd be successful in one area of my life, but here's my relationships would be terrible and they would suck. And, and I would be in one-sided relationships where I would pour all my resources and energy into somebody else and they would take it from me. But then at the end of the day, I felt rejected or unseen, not heard, not valued, not respected, not cherished, certainly not treasured, and all the things I wanted to feel. And I, and it would, it would be so hurtful for me. I'd be in these conf relationships that were confusing for me. I didn't know from one minute to the next, should I stay? Should I go? And that's certainly not that feeling of freedom that I'm describing driving down the highway with the top down and the convertible and the wind whipping in my hair, knowing that I'm happily married to my rock star husband, that I have this beautiful daughter that I'm taking to school who's making me laugh the whole way, that I've created a business that I love, that I have a mission and a purpose that I get to live out in my heart every day, that I'm content that I am fi financially, finally, financially secure, that I don't have to worry from one minute to the next. I mean, it wasn't too long before where I'd be worried about running out of gas and driving in neutral downhills uh, just so I could save the gas to be able to get up the hill. And that was my life for a really long time. And I asked myself a question, how, how did I, what was the one thing that I mastered? And there are many things that I had to learn along the journey. Uh, but what's the one thing that I mastered that really helped me the most in my life to get from a person who was insecure, constantly self-destructive, drinking and isolating and not happy in her relationships and struggling and stuck to this person today who is fully in her power and completely free. How did I get there? Now I'm going to share that with you today. And what I'm going to talk about, you might think is pretty simple. And it is a very simple concept because I'm a simple girl. I, I do not like to make things complicated. I like to take complicated things and make them very easy. That's a gift that I have. So what I'm going to talk to you about is simple, but it's not easy for us to do. And that is the concept of detachment. 
So that's the thing that we're going to be talking about today. I'm super excited to dive into that with you. And before I do, I want to take a moment to say thank you so much for all of your love and comments. They absolutely mean the world to me. When you participate in this community, your voice is heard. Other people are seeing your comments and what you have to say. And we're building a community of like-minded warriors who are on the healing path to wellness and wholeness. Those of us who want to create relationships that we truly deserve, create lives that are full of happiness, those of us that are asking ourselves the question, not how bad do we, how bad does it have to be? Or how bad can we stand it in our lives? Because you've been through a lot and so have I. But the question becomes, how good can I let it get? And as I'm driving my convertible down the highway, full tilt boogie, I'm thinking, man, I can even let it get better than this. I know I can. And I want the same for you. So if you're interested in that, let me tell you that this message is brought to you by Heidi Rain, me, and all of the programs that I have to offer you on your healing journey. And if you're interested in any of those programs or courses, you can go over to HeidiRain.com and check them out. We offer a wide variety of programs. Our toxic relationship recovery is one of our most powerful programs that we have. We also have a family addiction program where we walk you through, get answers now, know exactly what to do when you're dealing with an addict or an alcoholic in your life. We have that program as well, plus retreats where you can be with me um, in, a, in, a, in a, a, a weekend where we come together and I pour into you and, and we spend lots of time together one-on-one, many ways that we can spend time together. So go over to HeidiRain.com and check it out if you're interested in learning more about your healing journey and how to speed up the process so that you too can have that emotional, psychological, financial, spiritual freedom that we all deserve deep down. So I want to talk about this idea of attachment today. Again, very simple, but complicated in order to really grab a hold of. So if you can grab a hold of this and really practice it as a spiritual practice in your life, right? The greatest gap in life, like many have said, and I heard it from John Maxwell, and I think he heard it from somebody else, but the the greatest gap in life is between knowing and doing. You can know something. I often share information that people say, oh my God, yeah, that resonates. It makes the hair on your arm stand up. You know, you think, yeah, she's talking to me. She's singing my song. And I know so many of you say that to me on a regular basis. Heidi, you know me, you see me and I do. And, and so that's, that's, that knowing is really important and helping you know yourself is really important, but don't miss that next step. It's doing. It's putting that awareness into motion. And a lot of the principles and concepts that I teach are very simple, but they are a daily walk. They are things that you need to come home to over and over and over again. It's not something you're going to do once. This is this concept of detachment is something that you need to do on the daily pretty much until it becomes just a part of who you are. And that's the magic. That's the magic moment. When you embody this principle that I'm going to talk to you about today, everything in your life changes. And really it can get a little boring sometimes because it becomes so conflict free that you're like, Oh my God, (laughs) how do I uh, make my life exciting? Well, you make your life exciting by driving down the road in your convertible. Okay. And, and pursuing your goals and dreams, right. And, and making your life as good as you can get it. So the first thing that you want to learn how to detach from is an obvious thing. And this is one that you're probably really familiar with. And you're thinking, yeah, how do I do it? And that is to detach from what other or who other people think you're supposed to be. 
Now this again is a no brainer, right? From my perspective, like, yeah, how, like there's tons of videos, tons of information on Google. How do you care less what other people think of you? But this really, this, this concept, if you can get a hold of this in yourself and really internalize it is becomes your decision on the inside of who am I? If you do not know who you are, you will let everybody else in your life dictate who they think you're supposed to be. And you'll get really hung up and you'll have a committee around you and you'll constantly need other people to co-sign whatever decisions you're making in your life, whatever steps you're taking. You'll look for affirmation and confirmation from everybody else in your life instead of having an internal gut knowing that you are on the right path for yourself. How does that happen? How do you get swayed into looking around for approval from everybody else when you're living for likes instead of for yourself? When you're looking to others to dictate who they think you are, who you should be versus knowing who you really are on the inside. Well, when you're born, you kind of are who you are, right? You're, you're, you're developed, you're, you have this intrinsic kind of like, a, like an acorn is always an oak tree and an acorn's born an oak tree. It just doesn't know it yet. A tadpole is born a frog. It just doesn't know it yet. So you're, you have everything you need within you to become your destiny of who you're meant to be in the world, but it, it, it gets fucked up. And how does it do that? Well, most of us get fucked up because we were born into a dysfunctional family, an effed up family, where they weren't um, as kind or loving or supportive or encouraging. And you learned early on that who you were wasn't good enough. So you decided to become somebody else. Uh, codependency is another way to say that. I am who you say I am, or I am whoever I need to be in order to be okay and function in this dysfunction. And that's what that is. So you, t you put on a mask and you become who other people have told you to be. And many of you don't even know, many of us don't even know we're doing this. We just think that's who we really are. But how do you know that you're not your authentic true self and you are who other people say you are is because it doesn't feel right. It's not aligned on the inside. You feel like an imposter. In fact, you have imposter syndrome. You're waiting to be found out. You're not who I, you're, I'm not who you think I am. And that's the feeling that you have. And also feelings of frustration, feelings of overwhelm, feelings of rage, feelings of resentment. These are all indicators that you're being who you need to be instead of who you really are. So how do you do that? How do you stop and detach from who other people think you're supposed to be? Well, step number one is to find out who you've been. If you're going to find out who you are, you have to first figure out who the hell you're not. And you have to take a look at who you've become in order to survive this dysfunctional place. I actually have eight different personality patterns. I call them attachment personality patterns because when we're born into that family of dysfunction, we survey the land and we go, who do I need to be in order to be okay? And we take on a personality. Some of us have become people pleasers in our lives. And that's a very familiar one for many people where we get the picture in order for me to be liked and loved, I need to put your needs ahead of mine. I need to make sure that you're okay. I'm going to go with the flow at the sacrifice of myself. And you know, you're not yourself because deep down you have your own ideas. You have your own opinions and thoughts about things, but you don't share them when it's going to ruffle too many feathers. And so you feel like you're constantly biting your lip and sitting on your truth. Others of us have become fixers in our lives. We find projects instead of people. We have caseloads instead of friendships because we learned early on that in order to be loved and accepted, we need to be of value to people and service to people. And that's the only way to endear yourself is to find somebody who's broken and try to put them back together again. And now you're in these broken relationships and you think, well, what the fuck? I mean, I'm not happy. They're not even taking my advice. 
And so you're not being your, your true self, which is to put that energy towards you and look at yourself and take yourself to the next level. So many, many ways that we take on these personalities and become somebody we're not. So the first thing is decide, discovering which pattern you've taken on, which pattern you've attached to. You can download my free book over at uh, HeidiRain.com and identify your pattern. That's a very good first step. And then the detachment comes in when you start to take off the masks. It's not like you need to find or become your true self. You already are it. Like an acorn's already an oak tree. You need to dig her up. You need to excavate and take off like when you find a fossil in the in the in the cave and we dig around it. We don't have to like create the fossil. We just have to excavate it. We have to dig it up. And that's the same with you. You're under there. We just have to dig you up. Now the second thing, okay, that you need to detach from and this is probably even equal, equal, more or equal of importance to detaching from what other people think, okay? And I, that's where we get stuck. We, we just usually stop there. Well, if I just don't give a shit what other people think, my life is going to be so much better. And okay, that's true. I know for me, when I quieted that inner critic and I stopped caring so much, because I was told my whole life, by the way, that I was way too much. I was too opinionated. And one of the things I got most often was I'm too strong. Now, how the hell are you too strong? Imagine somebody telling Wonder Woman, you know, you could tone it down a bit. I mean, that's her superpower. My strength is my superpower. Many of my clients and students come to me because for that very reason, they want to borrow some of my strength until they can find and muster their own. So that's not a problem that I'm strong, but I was told it was. And so I learned how to kind of soften my power and pretend to be not as powerful and dim my light in order to not offend other people with my shine. And, 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 and I felt so stifled and muffled from doing that, that something had to give. I was told I, I had too many ideas. I had too many opinions. Who did I think I was? You know, all these, all these kind of verbal abuse that was thrown into my mind that stuck with me and I internalized and became my own inner critic. And that's another version of being who people tell you you are instead of who you instead of who you really are inside. I am opinionated. I have lots of thoughts. I have lots of ideas. And guess what? I get paid a lot of money to give those thoughts and ideas because they're fucking good ideas. That's not being conceited. That's being having ownership of my giftedness. And there's a big difference, right, between being confident and confident. Uh, you know, being cocky is like, oh, I'm so, uh, you know, I'm God's gift and being grateful is God's gifted me. I really truly believe that I have that gift of discernment, being able to help people with seeing the truth and my strength and my resolve is what helps me along on that journey. And so you have the same, you have gifts and talents in your heart and things that you want to shine more and highlight, but you've been told that that's not attractive or that's not what people want or desire. And so you're trying to find a way to walk on eggshells so that you don't break any eggs so that you, everybody stays okay. And that's not, that's not okay. It's certainly not okay for you. All right. The other thing that we need to detach from that gets lost and most people miss this, so don't miss it because this is really one of the most life-changing concepts that you can get. And that is that you've got to detach from who you think other people are supposed to be. And this is a tough one because we want people to be who we want them to be. So see how that's such a contradiction. 
I don't want other people to tell me who I'm supposed to be, but I damn sure want to tell other people how they're supposed to be. So it it's just doesn't make any sense. If you don't want other people to tell you who you're supposed to be that, and you want to be left alone to be who you are, you've got to leave other people alone and let them be who they are too. But we don't do that. We get into relationships with people who are toxic and dysfunctional and try to fix them. We get into relationships with people who are not who we want them to be. And we spend all of our energy, time and resources and trying to fix those people. That's not detachment. Detachment is I'm going to let you be who you are instead of who I need you to be for me. I'm going to be who I need to be for me and let you be who you are. That concept is extremely difficult for people like you who know what people need, know how people should be, know what their full potential is, and just want to help them get there. It's not malicious what you're doing. It's benevolent. You want to help people reach their fullest potential. But how do you know if that's an acorn or not? How do you know like there are locusts and honeybees and you think everybody's a honeybee, everybody's productive, everybody contributes to the world, but some people are born locusts and their, their job is just to destroy shit. Okay. But, but so, but we, we're not God. We don't know. We're not the universe. Well, we, we do, we kind of are and with God, but basically who, how do you know what somebody's destiny is? And when you interfere and try to make them and turn them into a honeybee when they're a locust, what does, where does that leave you? Full of frustration, full of anger, full of rage, full of resentment and full of confusion. I know they're a honeybee, but you know, it's like trying to get a dog to meow. Dogs don't meow, you know, people are who they are. So if, the, if we can master that concept that people are who they are and we've got to let them be who they are and decide if we want to be with them as they are, then our life changes. If you looked at the people in your life and you said, if this person never changes, if this person's always arrogant and mean and selfish and rude, and I have no control over that, I can't fix that, I can't change that, do I want to deal inside their stuff? Do I want to be a part of that crazy train? Am I up for that ride? And if the answer is no, then that's your answer. But if your answer is, uh, well, I'd be with them if they, well, that's, you got to detach. And so these are all of the things I teach inside of my programs and courses that are a lot easier said than done. Uh, the greatest gap in life is between knowing and doing. We know that, right? And so I help people know this, but then implement it in their lives in real time coming to me inside of our groups, inside of our programs and being able to share with me exactly how they're struggling implementing this, what they are attaching to, you know, the, at the, the, like the Buddha has said, you know, the root of all suffering is attachment. And what that means isn't like I had, I can't have any relationships. I can't attach. It's you have to understand what you're attaching to and what you need to detach from. And that eyes wide open approach will set you free because then you're empowered to make educated decisions. You know, a, 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 my logo is a graduation cap on a heart. And that's exactly what I aim to do is to marry this logic, this intellect and this emotion so that we can think with both and not let one override the other. And many of you are having one go this way and one go this way. And you don't know how to align that and put it and make it all one function. And when you do that, that's when we're thinking clearly. And that's when we're able to have the relationships that we truly desire. So I, my aim is to help you get there. You know, I want to move heaven and earth to help you be able to have the relationships that you want and be able to detach and be able to have the life that reflects that convertible down the highway. 
I want you to have that feeling all the time, whether you're in the car or not, whether you have that or you don't, that feeling of freedom, that feeling of just being fucking free. That's what I want for you. Psychological, emotional, financial, and spiritual freedom. But it starts with understanding how you're tethered. You can't be free if you don't know how you're tied down. You have to under, you can't be full of power if you don't know where your power sucks are, your power leaks are. And I help you identify all of that. I hope you found this helpful. I'm going to trust you did. And if you can confirm that with a comment, that would be fantastic. All right. I love you so much. As always, take excellent care of yourself. And if you want to join me in one of my programs or retreats, head on over to HeidiRain.com.